Welcome to Nerd Canon. I'm Beth. I'm Paul. This is a podcast where two nerdy librarians look at pop culture cornerstones from their childhood and decide if they are good enough to be shared with the next generation. Today's topic is baseballs. Oh man, I'm so excited. Me too. Okay. History lesson. Baseballs premiered on June 24th, 1987. It was directed, produced, and co-written by Mel Brooks. The Rotten Tomato score is 59% and the audience score is 83%, which I feel like is maybe going to be the case with a lot of these that we watch where there's like a bigger cult following yeah. than maybe the original. But okay, but anyhow. the critics are wrong on this. Right. <laughs> True, very true. So it stars Bill Pullman, John Candy, Rick Moranis, Daphne Zuniga, and the voice of Joan Rivers. The film had an estimated $22.7 million budget and ultimately grossed $38 million during its run. Um, it took in $6 million the opening weekend, but it finished behind Dragnet. So there's a, hmm. a fun fact for you. The I've synops- never seen Dragnet. Really? Well, so I used to watch the show like a great deal, but if there was a film at the time... I did not see that. And then I also feel that there was a reboot film, correct? I have no idea. The Rock? I don't. That's the wrong era for this podcast, so I don't have to know that. Right. Okay. Baseballs. So the synopsis is, uh, evil leaders of planet Spaceball, having foolishly squandered their precious atmosphere, devise a secret plan to take every breath of air away from their peace-loving neighbor, planet Druidia. They send the evil Dark Helmet to kidnap Princess Vespa on the day of her wedding in the hope of holding Druidia to ransom. But the princess skips town and joins forces with a mercenary named Lone Stark and his sidekick, Barf. Paul, I have some fun facts. Would you like some fun facts? I love fun facts. I love fun facts. Okay, so the scene in which Dark Helmet is playing with his dolls was not in the screenplay. So they kind of came up with the idea and told Rick Moranis to improvise, and he did. And it has some of my favorite lines, I have money and power, and you know it. It's so good. <laughs> love it. Um, okay, according to Mel Brooks, George Lucas loved this movie so much and wrote him a letter after its premiere saying that he thought he was going to bust something from laughing so hard, <laughs> um, which is cute because this is, you know, a spoof of of George Lucas's stuff. So that was pretty great. Uh, President Scrooge's name is an anagram of Mel Brooks. And oh, man, how did I never catch yeah. that before? Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, so I thought that was cool. I thought it was uh, supposed to be like some play on Screwed or something. I mean, that's always what I thought, Screwed or Scrooge or something along those yeah, lines. But wow, okay. Yep. Uh, the barf costume was operated by three people. John Candy operated barf's tail using a hidden control on the paw, and two assistants each controlled an ear. The costume was powered by a 30-pound battery that he wore on his back. Holy crap. Also, oh, it takes, a, like, assist. <laughs> You need ears, two assistants right? for two ears. <laughs> like we can like, have I one guy. Gotta know, I gotta it. know about like the proximity to <laughs> him while they're like controlling these ears. I'm very interested to know how all of that works. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, would it be wireless at that point? Like he's got to have a cord coming out of him somewhere, right? I mean, one would think, I right? Guess he, I don't be, know. No, I, could, I guess there's remote control technology in the 80s. Right, right. But like if he has a control for the tail in his hand, I don't understand why the other hand couldn't have the ear controls. But I guess that's a lot to deal with maybe. Maybe it's too much. But why do you need two assistants to control two ears just to I give one I, guy two switches? Like I what was know, your I job? I worked on Spaceballs. The left ear. I did the left ear, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't I can't imagine. But yeah, so there's that. And also the thing's got a mind of its own, which yeah. is one of my other favorite lines. Yeah. Um so this is a fun fact you will love and harkens back to our previous episode. I don't Spaceballs, love this the book 
<laughs> the novelization by R.L. motherfucking Stein. No, that's that can't be true. You made yes. that up. I googled that shit. Uh, it reveals the names of the dinks. Are you ready? Rinky dink, blinky dink, stinky dink, pinky dink, pinky dink, and winky dink. Thank you, R.L. Stein, okay. master of the English language. Can we just pause for a minute? And I just want to add that after our Goosebumps episode, I did read two more Goosebumps books. Because he needed more pain, I guess. And my judgment is staying the same. No. <laughs> I, to be honest, the more I thought about it, the more I thought about changing mine. But we're going we're gonna to okay. let it ride. We'll just keep going. Move along. Yep. All right. More fun facts for Spaceballs. I like to do the other actors that were considered. So Steve Martin was the original choice for Colonel Sanders. Oh, I can um, see that. That's yeah, great. right? That would be good. Although he was great. Yeah. And, and Mel Brooks was hoping for Tom Cruise or Tom Hanks for Lone Star. Now, I get Tom Cruise, but Tom Hanks... Mm. I did. I don't want to make out with Tom Hanks. You don't. Not even. No, not even 1987. Paul is surprised because I want to make out with everybody, but I don't want to make out with Tom Hanks. Yeah, but he's so wholesome. Um, that's why I don't want to make out with it. <laughs> it should be like, see, you're the problem. Nice guys. <laughs> I'm the problem. Everybody, put it on the record. Yeah. Okay, so Paul, what was okay, your? Okay, first of all, if what? I had to pick well, one of those Toms to make out with, it would not be Tom Cruise. I want to make out with Bill Pullman. Oh, sure. Okay. But we, okay, sure. anyway, well, we, Tom well, Cruise no. has other problems. That's absolutely true. He's a very <laughs> problematic human. Speaking of me wanting to make out with Bill Pullman, uh, Paul, this will, this is a surprise, listeners. I have a game for you that I would like to play with you, Paul. Oh, no. It is, yep. It is one of the um, kind of jokes about Hollywood that people can't tell the difference between Bill Pullman and Bill Paxton. Have you heard this? N- no, I you know I will fail. I can tell you I'm going to fail this already. Great. Yeah. Um, I have a t- I will not give you all the questions, but I want you to know that I got 25 out of 26 correct. I'm going to get zero. Um, because I, I'm like movie Rain Man for some so, reason. But- so if I get, if I guess, I should end up with like a 50% on this, right? <laughs> I have a 50% chance of getting it right each time. Yes. Do you know who was in this one? No. The answer is I'm going (laughs) to, I guarantee, no, I'm so bad at these games. (laughs) But you know who they are, yes? Like in your head, can you picture who Okay, hold on. Let me me do a, can I I, like get it? I I obviously know who Bill Pullman is. Lone Star. No, I'm going to totally fail this game. Sure, let's go. Okay, I'll just ask you a couple. So, which bill tried unsuccessfully to coax a very large diamond out of a very old lady in Titanic? I've never seen Titanic. Oh, fuck you. (laughs) 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 You're the worst. All right, what's one you have seen? (laughs) Well, now I'm looking at my list. Okay, Rob's Rebel Forces by concluding a big speech with the title of the film in Independence Day. Bill Paxton. No, really? You should see Paul's face right now, guys. I know this what? isn't no, a good No, we watched Bill Pullman. Yeah, he's the one. It's oh, Pullman. Oh, you okay. said the wrong one. You don't even know. I told you. I'm bad. This. this is amazing. Um, Declared to be game over, man, and aliens. That's Paxton. Yes. Yeah, see? There okay. you go. What about Twister? There's a movie Twister? I know the game. Fuck you. All right. This is a problem. <laughs> <laughs> the, All right. the the t- tornado one with um yep the blonde lady yep Helen Hunt okay that's as be- blonde lady is as close as I'm gonna get on that Helen Hunt that's Bill Pullman Mm-mm, it's Paxton shit <laughs> true lies how about true lies um Arnold Schwarzenegger 
Yes, but that's not the game. <laughs> like I could, I'm gonna come up with more than one name okay. from that movie. Um, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Also, yes, so you're doing great. <laughs> it's Paxton for the record. Okay, you're awful at this, and that was funny to me. Um, <laughs> listeners, I did the quiz on Sporkle. It's uh, if you can name which is Paxton or Pullman, and I only got one wrong. What did you get wrong? Um, Titanic had bit parts in both the Terminator and Stripes. It's Paxton. Now, I've seen the Terminator like 9,000 times, but I couldn't mm. – I, I I definitely knew I didn't remember Bill Pullman, but I, I don't know. I guess I just guessed it wrong. So, yeah, that was the only one I got wrong. But anyway, y'all, if you're so listening, go take that to, quiz and then tell us how you did. We used to play a game. This is before IMDb. Mm-hmm. Like before you could just literally look up any actor's entire mm-hmm. acting history in a couple yeah. of clicks. Oh, I know what you're going to say. Is it? Did you play this game? Six where, degrees of Kevin Bacon. No, um, oh, it's kind of I'm based really on that. I think, that one. But it's like okay, so you know the the basketball game horse where you get a letter if you miss. You know that you game. Just ask me if I know a sports ball thing. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so this is game where you shoot the ball, and if you okay. make it, your opponent has to shoot from the same spot, and if you, they miss, they get a letter, and the first person okay. to spell out horse loses. Oh, okay. okay. If you miss your shot, then they get to go first. And Okay, so we would play this game where you start with a movie, like Terminator or whatever. Sure. So I say Terminator, and you okay. say any actor, actress, or... Linda Hamilton. Director. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, and then it's the next person in line has to say some other movie that that person was in. Oh, okay. And if okay, they can't yeah. get one, oh, fun. but you know, I was always, I had like three people I could consistently name and that's about it. And I don't remember, right. I have no head to remember. And then we used to play with just actors and actresses. And then one of my friends was like, oh, let's add directors too. And then I was just out every time. Like, I don't know. So it was who, like if I said Schwarzenegger, then you had to say a movie he's in and then I right. have to say something that's Kindergarten that. Cop. Sure. Okay. And then I have to say someone who's in that. Okay. Somebody well, else who's in that movie. Well, what's then... the, who's the chicken kindergarten cop? I think you just got me, which is very surprising. <laughs> Are you looking I, it up right now? I am. Well, not because now I got to know. <laughs> I I don't know. See, that's the it's thing. Been, right. Well, so, but that was a good guess, a good, a good one to say, because he's obviously been in a lot of things, but Penelope Ann Miller. I was I, not gonna pull that out of my ass. I don't I'll know tell who you that what. person is. So uh, she was the chick. Right. I'm looking at the top build cast. Oh, Linda Hunt, who's like that little old lady everybody knows. I don't know any of these other fucking people. What oh, Kathy Moriarty, I know. Pentel- no one wants to listen to me. Look at IMDb. Okay. Anywho, um, back so at the ranch. Now that what? That's a so game. now that we know that Paul's bad at that, and I am good at that, and Kevin, <laughs> I'm also good at. Um, six Degrees of Kevin Bacon. Paul, what was your experience with Spaceballs before the rewatch? My experience with Spaceballs is that I love Spaceballs and I continue to love Spaceballs. <laughs> I mean, I was a Star Wars fan and liked this whole Star Wars universe. So Spaceballs was amazing to me as like a parody and it's nonstop goofs and gags and jokes through right. the whole movie. So it, that, Spaceballs was right in my lane for, from star wars to the parody and the jokes making fun of star wars whatever that's mine okay what was yours so a lot of my like 
nostalgic things or the movies that I liked come from remembering watching them with my family like a lot. And this was a movie that was on constantly. And so I always really liked it. I always thought it was really funny. But I will tell you, like, in retrospect, I don't feel like my fan, like, I don't feel like I, I, I will say as a nerd, I have not, I do not have, like, the depth and breadth of knowledge on Star Wars that a lot of nerds do. I have watched them and I like them, but I don't have, like, deep passion for it and I don't remember all the things and I don't know a lot of the trivia. And so it's funny to me that I always liked this as much as I did when even as a kid when I watched it, I probably hadn't even watched some of the Star Wars movies. So I think I so knew this about you. Yeah. And I was going to ask you one, one of the things I was going to ask you was, do you think you enjoy it as much? Are you appreciating the deep nuances so and levels? I and I thought about that. <laughs> nuances, everybody. Um, I, well, I thought about that particularly upon this rewatch because Spaceballs is something I've watched 9,000 times. This is yeah. something I frequently will put on in the background. Um, it's like an old friend. But I did like specifically sit down to write notes and rewatch it for this episode. And um, I thought about that because I wanted to be able to speak to I, I kind of guessed you might ask me that. And I, I like thought about it. And I think that many of the things that are in this movie that it's par- parodying, I think, are some of the stuff about Star Wars that are sort of part of our, like, cultural knowledge, yeah. regardless of having seen every movie ten times yeah. and really remembering, like, we all know that stormtroopers can't hit anything. Like, right. we all know that, you know, Luke, I am your father. Like, we all know some of those sort of bigger tropey things and and since i had seen them and since i also had seen some of the other things you know alien and some of the other things that it's parodying and other like space type you know them on the bridge like i mean i've seen some of those other things like i I, i'm sure i'm getting it i i there's probably things i miss but regardless it did not like tamp down my enjoyment for it so i always loved it and i feel that this is an exceedingly quotable movie so like when we watched clue there are a lot of parts of Clue that I find to be quotable and, like, that I want to say out in the world that, like, <laughs> I think maybe I'm the only one who knows them in most circles. But, like, I feel that for most things, if I say them from Spaceballs, like, people know. Like, yeah. if you say, we ain't found shit, like, yeah. people know. Yeah. So that's one thing I love about it. I think it's super – there's, like, every line is a joke. So yeah. so I guess without – Further ado, let's uh, let's get into our notes. What did what are some of your notes? So the first huh? thing I wrote down on this on this rewatch is I don't understand why they're called space balls. Yeah. Okay. So because it's funny. Is it just funny? Is it, it just one of balls. those things that's like naturally funny because it's balls? Well, and, so, and like they have like. Everything is round. I mean, so it's yeah, like a design. But, but don't you think that Mel Brooks was probably just sitting around and he's like, ah, oh, balls are funny. Let's make everything balls. It's right. Space, like, it doesn't really, it's not like star balls. Right. Like, if you take out Star Wars. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I think it's just because it's funny. And I don't think as a kid I realized that that was the name of the bad guys. Like, I knew <laughs> yeah. this was the name of the movie, but like. Right. I didn't, I yeah. mean, yeah, it, they're, they're called space balls, like their race or something is the, you, the, I, is right, the space whatever balls. group of, are, is it their planet? No, because they, at the very end, they crash land on the planet of the oh, apes. Oh, they know them. Oh, it's space balls. And yeah, you're it's right. It's the space balls, like they're the people, right. the space balls people. I, it's just whatever. The space balls people. Okay, so that's, so that's a, a, a nitpicky thing. I liked no, in the. I think this is a bad thing. I just oh, don't just get it. 
I liked in this girly thing, unbeknownst to her, but knownst to us. (laughs) (laughs) Everything is a joke. Yes. It's chapter 11, like in the scroll. It's Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the -the over-the-top laser sound effects during the theme song. Yep, yep. And while the ship is going, all I could think of was... So the, the opening shot is that there's the, the scroll and then it's like supposed to be a star destroyer. Right. The equivalent, the, the, uh, made ship. I forget what they call it. Um, their main ship, right? Yeah. That turns into baseball one. Mighty made spaceballs one. Is that what it is? It turns into mega made, mega made. And <laughs> it's so like the joke of that whole scene. They spend however many seconds on this one joke that the ship is just so long. Right. But some poor set designer artist like had to build that and it's really detailed. Yeah. There's a lot of detail in there and it just keeps going. And I'm like, how long did this person have to build this ship for this one gag? Like that the ship is so big, right? right? Just like it just keeps going. Okay. And they had to add all these details. I also really would like to see the other side of the ship. To know right. if it was just half of a ship that they built or something. Oh, like, oh right. Yeah, probably. But, probably. Like a miniature, right? Yeah, well, I mean, right. but I, I bet mean, it was pretty big. Right. Usually those, when you say miniature, they're still big. Like, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, well, we'll see if we can find images of that somewhere. I bet there's some out there. Um, I like, you know, so then they're on the ship. I like all the, like, Mr. Coffee, Mr. Robot, Mr. Radar. Like, I like all those. Oh, you're skipping a whole bunch of stuff. Oh, oh, Rick, about. go, go, go. So, first of all, Rick Moranis coming out. I miss Rick Moranis so much. I know. Um, He's awesome, and he's awesome in this movie. Yes, he's a delight. The fact that he is, he goes between, he's he's got the huge helmet on, right? And the face yes. is down, and he's got mm-hmm. his dark helmet voice, and then he, like, Flips it up and he totally changes his voice and it's all yeah. him. It's perfect. His little, his outfit, which has like a little tie on it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, and these little weird poofy underwear things and he's wearing tights through. Oh my <laughs> gosh. He's it's perfect. So I love the fact that. So one of the first things that happens is they, they bring one of the random stormtroopery spaceballs guys out who has already reported things to President Scrooge. And Dark Helmet gets pissed. He's right. like, did you go above my helmet? Oh, he goes, so good. And he's like, no, more to the side. Whatever. And he puts on, you see the first time, the Schwartz uh, ring that he puts on. Yeah. And the guy just goes, oh, shit. Like, yep. And just the fact that they're willing to just have this guy be like, oh, yeah. You know, in every, in, in no other science fiction movie, like, of course, I've never seen any villain movie Right. Where the main villain is stupidly abusing his own henchmen. Right. The guy, the, right. the guy's never just like, Oh shit. Like I know what's coming. I know coming, what's coming. Right? And he immediately grabs his balls because he knows exactly <laughs> yes. what's about to happen. Yes. He's like, Oh no, my actual balls. Right. Oh, it's so good. And then think... everyone else covers their balls. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I think that Spaceballs is probably my favorite. Breaking of the fourth wall in maybe oh, any that's my note too. Any m- movie or media ever, and they do it all the time over and over again. But they do it so brilliant, brilliantly. The watching of their own movie, yeah, 
Yes. Yeah. Like multiple times they talk about it. What? Right. You turn off the light in the movie. Like it's so yes. good. Yes. Um, he slashes the camera operator or whatever when they're having yep. the Schwartz yep. fight at the end. Um, <laughs> the, they're, well, and the running gag of the, the merchandise. Like, right. That's all, there's all the merchandising. Yeah. No. And then they're running from the stormtroopers and they get caught and they turn around and it's the stunt doubles it's they the caught. Stunt doubles. Yeah. Like, it's so good. It's all this fourth wall break is so good in this movie. The whole thing as they're doing it, it, it's just running gags and then they turn and they break the fourth wall and it's not out of place. It totally fits with the movie. It's so right. good and hilarious. And it's just that little bit of maybe not more than a little bit of breaking the fourth wall, like definitely just makes that extra level of hilarity. Like, yeah. It doesn't make and, like, sense. Everyone but... is in on the jo- Even the, um, this is one of my other notes, but even the woman that comes over and does the like, you know, President's Groove, like on the TV, mm-hmm. like even at one point she looks at the audience and yeah. like thinks it's right. like, it, it's really consistent throughout the whole thing and it's really good. Yeah. I also think that a lot of the jokes in this movie went way over my head as a kid. Like I liked it as a kid for it's just sort of screwball hilarity. Right. Like I like okay, so they're on Eagle uh, Eagle One. No, is it is it Spaceballs Baseball One? Baseball One? And I don't Eagle, know. No, no, Eagle One is the Winnebago. Yeah. Whatever. And like <laughs> as a kid, I appreciated. Okay, Bill Pullman gets Winnebago has a bumper sticker that says "I heart Uranus." No, that's what I was gonna say. So the gag I appreciated <laughs> is like barf turning and his tail hits Bill Pullman in the face a bunch of times. Yeah. As a little kid, that's hilarious. Right. But like I never ever noticed until this watch the "I heart Uranus" bumper sticker. Right. As a kid, I definitely didn't understand the whole Prince Valium thing. I had no idea right. what Valium was. Right. That didn't make any sense. It was just, okay, this is a sleepy prince. I guess she doesn't like him very much. But or his name is Prince Valley. is like, like, you know, the fancy scooter, but it also, it's the word for wasp, like, which oh, I know. okay. I don't, see, I still didn't get yeah. that. But also, like, funny, she doesn't look Druish. Like, yeah, you know, that whole thing. You never would have gotten that. I never got right? anything like that. I also miss John Candy. Yes. Um, He's I was so a great. big fan. My dad was a big fan of John Candy, so I saw a bunch of John Candy movies, mm-hmm. and I loved John Candy. He played. Now I'm Harry Crumb. I mean, I was down mm-hmm. in the Harry Crumb level, like his screwy sort of detective guy. Right. Uh, but I miss John Candy. He was so good, and by yes. all accounts, a really good human that I have heard anyway. Yeah. So I never knew that Pizza the Hut is Dom DeLuise in there somehow. Holy shit. Yeah. How did you know that I didn't? Um, Pizza the Hut is fucking gross. And my note on that is basically so fucking gross. But two things. Number one, the tongue goes straight to hell. Yeah. And then number two, why can I see regular eyeballs? Yeah. Well, like, why is it not a Muppet? Because that's Dom DeLuise's eyeballs in there. Why the act? Why? I don't know. No. The actual eyeballs are more creepy <laughs> than if it were a puppet. And it is very disturbing. I like how. Yeah, oh, oh, go ahead. All I was gonna say was Vinny next to him at one point yeah. eats a piece of him. He does. But I also think Vinny couldn't see where it very well, like maybe with the makeup and the glasses that Vinny's yeah. wearing, and he like leans over and it looks like he accidentally puts his nose into Pizza the Hut yeah. or something and gets crap so, on himself. One thing that I read about that was that that Vinny guy—that's just makeup. 
he is not wearing any prosthetics. It's just no, that cannot be true. And it was just conjuring. Okay. I mean, the internet never lies. We know this is librarian. Like ridges on his cheeks. It's contouring. Have you never watched a fucking makeup video? No. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) No, that cannot be nothing. I'm telling you what I read. Okay. (laughs) Everything you read Um, on the internet is true. Everything you read on the internet is true, says the librarians. Yeah. Um, okay, my big note here is that Bill Pullman is real hot in this. And I always <laughs> thought he was hot, but I was reminded, and I still think he's good looking. He has aged pretty well, I think. But he's really young. Like, I forgot how young he was. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. he looks really good, if anyone cares. I just am not into Daphne Zuniga. I don't and think I don't. anyone is. That's why this is the only movie she's ever done. I, that was my other. So this is the thing, though. I feel like she's supposed to be really hot, and I just never have. I never got that. Like I just don't get it. Um, she's and you're right. A it nice is shoulder. She's a, yeah, her. She's got good shoulder. I'm with you on that. <laughs> um. Yeah, and her her you know her wedding dress as the thing goes on, it gets like sexy damage. So then it has the slit in the office shoulder because that's what that's what happens to clothes when you ruin them in the desert is they get sexier mm-hmm. instead of just dirty. Right. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, those are my notes on the attractiveness of the main characters. Um, okay. John Candy. <laughs> Nothing on John Candy. Um, I, I I don't. I mean, I find him very enjoyable. <laughs> <laughs> um, those are the actual double mint twins who are in with uh, President Scrooge. I didn't realize, like I, he always says, you know, he says chew your gum. And I think I always thought that just meant, like, shut up, you dummies. That's all you know how to do because you're just dumb blondes. But then I realized it was a double mint gum yeah. reference. It's the actual I did not know two it actresses. It's the two yeah, original so double mint twins. I, um, everything is a joke. I wrote down they have Snotty who controls the transporter. Yeah. Right? Okay, and they make some... a joke that it works on Star Trek. Well, yeah. And yeah. he says, so Snotty, who is a Scottish stereotype, Who's operating mm-hmm. the thing? He says like lock one, lock two, lock Lomond. Like, yes. Like, everything <laughs> is a joke. Um, yes. I'm surrounded by assholes. That whole sequence is brilliant. Yeah, it's one of my very favorite things. Yep. I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes, and then he goes, "Keep firing, assholes." <laughs> the... And the best part about all these lines is that you have to say them in that voice. We are. We also skipped over too hot, which right. I say all the time. <laughs> Oh my god! You're firing, assholes. I wrote in my notes, thank you for your time, Michael Winslow. I did too! That was the next <laughs> thing I was going to say. Jammed! It's Asbury! Um, and I think somebody had joked, like, in the notes that I read that, like, they say, he's like, we saved a ton of money by just letting Michael Winslow make the dumb noises. We didn't have to add any noises. Right. <laughs> so, yes, thank you for your service. So, so, what else is, where is Michael Winslow today? This is going to be I don't sad. know. Hanging out with Daphne Zuniga. We just stopped needing people who made weird noises, I guess. Maybe, like his whole job was replaced by a computer in 1988 or something. Right, right. Because he was just in, his whole job was just to make weird noises. I feel like someone will put him in a commercial soon. He's, I feel like it's right for a Michael Winslow comeback, right? Yeah. So like apparently Police Academy was the only thing he ever did. Yeah. I mean, that was all I had in my pocket about him. We can do a police academy marathon. Fuck yes. <laughs> that sounds I'm awful. Sure watched one, you've watched pretty much all of them, but like I'd still do it. Oh gosh. 
My next note is matched luggage. Right. <laughs> because it's a delight, and that giant industrial strength hair dryer is great. I love the whole part. So they've just they've just rescued Daphne Zuniga from sure. the ship, and they're running away, and they engage their hyperdrive, yep. and then they go to ludicrous speed on yes. Spaceballs One, and, and it goes to plaid. What? It goes to plaid. It goes to plaid. Yeah, they've gone to plaid, <laughs> but like my brains are in my feet. Yes. Uh, or whatever he says. See, I'm not gonna. All of that. The the whole thing and. Colonel Sanders is funny on its own, but also feels like that whole name is a setup for yes! the joke that happens. Are you chicken, Colonel Sanders? And then What's he... the matter, Colonel Sanders? Chicken? <laughs> yeah. And then he like so does good. a chicken noise. He does like a squawk. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's so good. Um, I really like about that moment too. This is a recurring thing too that, you know, Helmet keeps telling him to do things yeah. and he does them and then they work out really badly for him. But I love when he wakes up and he's all dazed and he does that whole little monologue all spacey like, yes. smoke him if you got him. Smoke if you got him. He's, oh, he's a hundred percent in that moment. He is Lewis Tully, um, from yeah, Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah. Ghostbusters. I said Ghostbusters. Um, <laughs> He is a hundred percent Lewis Tully as the spaced out. Yeah, so he's got to return. He's doing okay. Five minute break. Yeah, it's Smoke so good. Yeah. That's another thing that I say sometimes that I think only I get. <laughs> but that little like voice he uses and that like faraway look in it, yep. it's very good. He really is a treasure. Like yes, I we so didn't we didn't put Honey I Shrunk the Kids on the list. All right, add it to the list. Why yeah. might, why might I have to be the only keeper of the list? I added a bunch of stuff. <laughs> My next note is... Yes, have some. What? Yeah. Like, that's what I think of every time. Like, smoking, <laughs> it's the same voice. It's the same, like, whatever. It's still funny, but... It's so good. And then uh, they do the... Then they go watch the video, I think. Yeah, so they go watch the video. What will then be now? Yeah, soon. <laughs> we passed it. When? Just now. Mm-hmm. It's real good. And then they look at the... It's very good. Yeah. All the movies in the case are all of Mel Brooks's other movies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. After that, my next note is just because I want to say it again. We ain't found shit. Okay, I, I have stuff before that uh, yeah, because we got to talk about that too. But I also like I didn't catch until this watch through that when they're in the desert and they're it's like the nighttime and they're having the romantic moment. Yeah. Um, Barf is sleeping on a bed of luggage and the fire is burning her luggage. Yeah. Like the yeah. fire fuel is yeah. her luggage. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think I, I wrote in my notes, I would probably really enjoy watching commentary for this movie. Like if there was a Mel Brooks commentary, I don't know if there is, but if there's a Mel Brooks commentary edition of Spaceballs, I would probably love that. I would just yeah, love to hear true. the thought process behind it. There is like a lot of detail. Like, that is a funny detail that they've now, and they never even talk about it. They just show it like, right. yep, there was a whole fight that we can imagine that happened where they burned up. <laughs> they yeah. decided to burn their luggage. The hovering car is that they're just sitting in that it's clearly just a mirror at the bottom showing like when yeah. dark helmet has his safari dark helmet, <laughs> <laughs> like the pith helmet version of his dark helmet that has the little flap on the front that he opens up. Like, it's real good. Do you think we're taking this too literally? No. No, they tell us to go in the desert. <laughs> so, we ain't found shit. 
has yes. to be one of my longtime favorite lines of this movie. And I would say yeah. that line all the time. But mm-hmm. is it problematic now? Because because, because the whole because it's a whole the whole <laughs> thing is a, a gag about they have a pick it's right. a black guy and it's we it's like the slangy version right. of the, the right so is it is it and so much I mean you watch Blazing Saddles uh-huh. like the, the Mel Brooks is poking fun at everyone right, right. it's it you know right the and whole, there's a lot there's a lot of like running Jewish exactly you know, yeah ever in this. So, well, is that problematic? I don't know. Look, we ain't found shit is funny, right? But am it's, I a better, am I a worse person for finding it funny? I don't think so. I okay. think it's it's extra funny because two other doofuses before went, no, sir, we haven't found anything, and like yeah. obviously we haven't found anything because you can fucking see the lines. <laughs> <with it>, like... <laughs> yeah, it's very true. yeah. <laughs> I think there really does need to be a, a sequel made. Spaceballs is a search for, for more, more money. Yes. <laughs> when he's talking about the merchandising and all that stuff. I like, yes. we need that movie. The world needs that movie. I think yeah. they could make it, but, and, um, and, and then have 30 more years of, of space science fiction movies to make fun of. Right. There's been a lot of, yeah, there would definitely be like a talking wombat character. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, okay, so when they look at all the merchandise, um, one of the fun facts I found is that the lunchbox, if you look closely, it's just Transformers and it has a Spaceball sticker stuck on it. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, I like the flamethrower a great deal. What yeah. do you think, what merchandising piece, like which, what thing would you like? The flamethrower, clearly. I it's a hit with the kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the kids. Um, I also like the sheets and the toilet paper that are in. Yeah, yeah, spaceballs yeah. the toilet paper with dark helmets yeah. picture on it. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they had to shoot yogurt scenes kind of spaced out because the makeup, um, made Melbrook's skin like die, and also it really hurt for him to like walk around on his knees like that, yeah. even though he had knee pads. Um, I also very much love. And this again, I feel like, yeah, it sounds like Yoda, but that I feel like the whole joke was yogurt. I hate yogurt. Yeah. Even strawberries. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, um, I was wondering, so like all that merchandise, like there's a plush yogurt that he pulls out that was clearly made for the movie and the action figures that Rick Moranis is playing with. Like, right. Do you think those are in some case somewhere in Mel Brooks's house? Or oh, like... God, I hope so. I mean, and those action figures look shitty. Like, they Oh, they're just, terrible. Somebody, somebody made those on set. Like, they took a Ken and Barbie doll, and they were like, fuck, let's do this. Like, You're right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. I probably, I would love, I would love to see some of those I really things. hope but there's I, a plush yogurt it. somewhere. Yes. Well, there was, and it talked. Um I also another important thing to say in the in the voice is fooled you. <laughs> That's one of my favorite things. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. That's good. I also, if we're gonna impersonate voices, uh, we. I mean, you're doing most be, of it. I am. Uh, this might be skipping ahead too far, but her um, singing in prison. Nobody knows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so she's the bass. It's. So good. I <laughs> love it so much. Yep. Yep. Uh, I was very surprised that I had never heard the fuck that's in this movie before. Oh, oh yeah. 
Well, I have a fun fact about that. I think this is one of the ones that was mistakenly, this and like two or three other ones from this like year were mistakenly listed as PG when they should be PG-13 because they have the fuck in them. Huh. But like PG-13 was like new at the time and they like screwed up. Really? You get yeah. one fuck in PG-13, I think? Get one fuck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I don't, I don't think it can be ref- like in referring to fucking. Oh, right. You don't think it could be like, I'm going to fuck that guy. It has to be like, oh, fuck, I stubbed my toe. Right. Or whatever. Here's another deep, deep cut joke that I had never noticed before. When they order the metamorphosis of their ship to Mega Maid, it's Kafka. Yes, I noticed that, too. This was the first time I noticed that. I was like, wow, that's deep. I know, that blew my fucking mind. Yeah. And then I was like, man, do I need to watch this again? And like, really? I feel like I need to read the script or something. I know. I, it, I'm always like, this is the same thing watching Clue. I was so excited to like find something I never had noticed before that I thought was really good. Like I, that was my thing I wrote down and yeah. that I not hadn't noticed before. That's funny that we both noticed the same thing. The Millennium Falcon is parked at the diner at the end. Or it close. is. Wait, wait. I wanted to point out. Um, they're talking about getting the air from Druidia, and he, like, kind of under his breath says to Colonel Sanders, like, well, the way he runs it, it won't, you know, it won't even last 100 years. Like, yeah. He's yeah, like, yeah. Well, and I'm like, you know, my, like, pessimist self is like, well, hmm, funny that that was the issue that they were talking about then, and it's, like, still a huge issue in yeah. our world now that, like, the environment is whatever. So I just thought that that was, like, really funny and, like, that he kind of, like, was like, oh, shit, but <laughs> I thought that was good. One of my favorite lines is evil will always triumph because good is dumb. Yes, I also <laughs> read that because good is dumb. <laughs> yep. Yep. The inclusion um, of John Hurt. At, yeah. At the end. Yeah. I'm a close to the I also end. like the escape pods and the like pop song. Like oh, the dumb baseballs pop song that plays. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And it's funny because, like, you know, in your head, you're like, oh, it's over. They, like, won the day. Yeah. They, like, I think in a lot of movies, they would just have the kiss on the bridge and get in the, like, and that would be the end. But then, you know, we had to include making fun of Alien. So. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, John Hurt. That was good. My last important note is at the wedding when he comes in, where the fuck did that outfit come from? The what? The woman is wearing it like a version of his outfit that oh, is like yeah, white. I, yes, I had the same question. Bedazzled, like that is not a thing he had in the closet in the Winnebago. Right. He like, puts no way. No, so they they're driving around, right? They're driving away. They've just gotten scared of eating at this diner, so they're leaving. They're in the right. in the Winnebago. They break up with the fortune cookie because Barf is hungry, right. and it tells him he's a prince. And they've got the spe- super special yeah. Schwartz fuel, fuel. <laughs> that they insert, and it sparkles and gets them. Right. And then, yeah, where does this outfit come from? Like, right, just... yes, I need to know. <laughs> I need to know. There's no universe in which that was something that he just had laying around mm. that bedazzled, whatever. So anyway, that was good stuff. Yeah, I don't, I don't have anything else. I the whole thing, even the slapstick. So the, there's the whole thing with the escape pods. They're going to self-destruct and they're running around and they try and they're successively trying to get into an escape pod. Right. There's, there's the bear. Yeah. The and bear. They're all gone and there's absolutely no reason they need to do this, but they all run to like a separate staircase and sort of yeah. tumble down and meet in the middle at and the bottom. 
There's no reason. Like, there's zero except for, like, the slapstick joke effect of this, like, slide down, tumble down the right. staircase. It's so good. I don't and know. And also, so good. like, when she says, have a nice day, and they all go, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> the the <laughs> countdown cuts, from, yeah. um, like, from six to four or whatever. Yeah, and... like, fucking with us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> seven. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, man. Everything is a joke in this movie. Every single thing. Like, yeah. I don't know how you write something like that. I have no idea. But I don't know. Um, Can you imagine how many edits and how like how much to tighten it up? So I'm not like I can't imagine. I did wonder what the very early in the movie when is it uh, Bill Pullman or is it Bill Paxton? Now you've confused it's Bill me. Pullman. <laughs> uh, he says they're talking about Princess Vespa. And he, he, is that where he says like something about her being Druish? Uh, at the beginning, yeah, he something. She's the princess, and and John Candy goes funny. She didn't look Druish. And then, oh no, he says just what I needed a Druish princess. Druish princess. That's what Bill Pullman uh-huh. says. Yeah. And I was like thinking in my like, how many times did they need to do that take for him to get exactly the right sort of inflection on Druish? Because he hits it, it's like right in the middle. It's so on the line, like between the word as written and the joke they're going for. And I just like, how many times did you do that in one take? You could just be like, Druish and get it right in the middle. Like, I can't do it, but I like, I'm just, man, I want to see some outtakes for this movie too, because they would be just as good, I think. Yeah. And like, how are they not just all cracking up all the goddamn time? Yeah. 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 I kind of wish Joan Rivers was really in the. I know. <laughs> I I was thinking that. Oh, I I like. It was nice to hear. Jo- I I not that I was like a huge fan of like the um like you know the fashion stuff that she did, but I I do think I have like a little bit of a fondness for hearing her voice a lot as a kid. And like she says, "Can we talk?" At one point, which yeah. is like the name of her thing. And I just um. Oh, see, those jokes would go right over. Like, I didn't get that at all. Yeah, that that was the thing that she would always say. She she says that when they first get in the. Like when they first have escaped, mm-hmm. um, and like, yeah, but there's like a whole actor in that uncomfortable suit, right? right. And she's somewhere like in a sound booth, and that that's right. also funny to me. Yeah. So, but she was born an old lady, and so I don't think <laughs> she's one of those people that in my head was always an old lady, even though I'm sure that's not true. Right. Um, they, could, they could do a sequel, search for more money, and they could use her daughter, right? Her daughter's yeah. daughter. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't sound like her. Yeah, okay, well. Um, so, final judgment? Um, this definitely goes in my in my canon. I love it. I love it so much. I feel like it holds up. And I feel like it's even, you know, as I said, as someone who is not like a diehard Star Wars expert, like I still really love it. Okay. What definitely in mine. Yeah. Definitely something that I'm going to show my son. And be like, you need to watch this hilarious movie. What? <laughs> and any other young human that I can get Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, I definitely 100% in my nerd canon. Yeah, 100% for me, too. All right. Anything else to add? I, no, I think we're good. All we're right. Good. Well, thanks for listening. Uh, thanks to Joe Costanza for writing our theme song. You can find us on Twitter at Nerd Canon, and we're also Nerd Canon Podcast on Instagram. Um, we would love to hear suggestions from you on what we should do next, and we will talk to you guys soon. So until next time, keep the nerd alive. Keep the nerd alive.
five. We're supposed to stay together? Probably. Shut up. Wait, Until no, next I forgot, I forgot to talk about Bartholomew. Oh, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> no, I just like Bartholomew. My full name is Bartholomew. I'm a mog. I'm my own best friend.